you mean to tell me I done called 911 and then people done came here and put me on a stretcher and brought me to the hospital. I'm thinking I'm about to die. For you to tell me I done had a panic attack? Like, it was just so crazy to me. What up, y'all? Welcome to the Couch Convos Podcast. I'm Angel, your lovely, gracious host. First of all, I'm a child of God, but don't play with me, okay? Romulus in Detroit raised me. Huntsville, Alabama adopted me. I'm actually a product of two teenage parents and as you can imagine I learned a lot watching them grow up. One of the key things I learned from my parents is that nobody's perfect but being honest and transparent makes it a lot easier to overcome the BS in life. Now it wouldn't be me if we didn't have a little fashion a little entertainment industry sprinkled up in the mix as well because you may know me from my wardrobe styling experience on American Idol, The Real, and many other TV shows. So a mixture of all of those things is what we're going to get into on this podcast. We're going to be having real talk about real situations with some real solutions. So let's get into this episode. What up, what up, y'all? Welcome to the Couch Combos Podcast. So let's just get straight into it. Today, we are going to talk about mental health and my journey with having a panic attack and just overall mental health and how i'm overcoming anxiety and i say overcoming because yes i am overcoming anxiety don't run me okay so um let's just get straight into it if you see me looking down i do have notes um i did come prepared i don't want to miss nothing you know so every episode i probably am gonna like come with notes or whatever so yeah if you see me looking off to the sides because i have notes um, and I also live in a kind of like slightly noisy area. So if you hear any background noise, just, you know, just, just keep it flowing. So let's just get into it. Cause we got a lot to talk about today. Like I, I'm not even going to lie. I was not planning on saying anything about my panic attack. Like I knew that I was going to have to face it and tell that story because that's one of the things that I'm called to do is just to tell my testimony and tell how God like brought me through stuff or whatever so I knew I was gonna have to like tell it at some point but I just I don't know I just I was still like dealing with the effects of it so I wasn't really thinking about like dang how am I gonna really sit down and tell this story but I guess I could just tell you guys like how it happened when it happened in that whole situation so um i was having some issues where like my body just started acting weird like i was on live one night and i was smoking hookah and first of all i was smoking hookah for way too long like it was ridiculous i think i was smoking that hookah by myself for like over two hours and out of nowhere my side started to hurt and i just started to feel weird and like after that my body just started tweaking like it my stomach was messed up, like so many things started happening. And I think, and I'll get into my health little situation like in another episode, but I think that me smoking hookah for that long that night, it it set off something in my body. And basically long story short, my body started to tweak. And um, I had never felt the things that my body was doing. Like I had never felt that before. Like. 
my stomach in particular like when i would eat something my stomach would just burn it was just it was awful it was awful and i just started to have so much anxiety because i didn't know what was going on with my body like oh my god am i sick like you know all these thoughts just start going through my head like there's something wrong with me am i sick um you know all of these different things and I would have like these moments where my heart rate would elevate and I was oh and mind you I was on Google like heavy like I'm literally everything I'm feeling I'm googling like what does it mean when you have this like what does it mean when you feel that like I was just I was just googling everything it was ridiculous and it was like moments where I would my heart rate it would elevate and I didn't know why. I thought it was because of the health stuff and the stuff that was going on with my body. So it made me freak out even more when my heart rate would elevate. Um, and I would like check my pulse and I would count how many beats per minute. Like, and then I would Google like how many, what is your resting heart rate supposed to be? Y'all, I done turned into a whole doctor, okay? I turned into a whole doctor because I'm up here Googling like, okay, so your resting heart rate is supposed to be anywhere between 60 and 100 beats per minute. Anything over 100 is um, considered dangerous. So I would check my heart rate and it would be like 120, 130. And it was weird because one, the first night it happened, um, I was like doing yoga and I asked my cousin to pray for me. I asked my dad to pray for me and then finally it went down and then it was like sporadically it would happen throughout the day and it just was weird to me. Like I thought something was going on with my heart. It was so weird. Um, but then one night I was laying in the bed and my stomach started burning again and I popped up and my heart was like do, 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 like it was beating so fast and when I tracked it my heart rate was at 140 beats per minute and I just got so scared and I'm just like literally the thoughts that was going through my head was just like you're having a heart attack you need to call 911 like at least if you call 911 and they come they they can probably save your life like just call them so I called 911 I'm talking to the lady and she was like, well, do you have some aspirin? And I was just like, so I go knock on my dad's door. It, it might be like 11 or 12 o'clock at night. Like it was kind of late. So I knocked on his door and I was like, dad, my heart rate is up. I'm on the phone with 911. And it's like, it's not funny. But when I was telling my dad that I was on the phone with 911 and that my heart rate was elevated, he came out the room looking so confused. Like this is when I was still living at home with my dad. He was like, you called 911. <laughs> like that was his first that was his first question was like, you called 911? I was like, yeah, I'm on the phone with him right now. Like my heart rate is at 140 beats per minute. Like, do you have some aspirin? He was like, no. But let me go look for some. So he's looking for aspirin, whatever. I don't know what he's doing. And I'm on the phone with her. And while I'm on the phone with her, I actually read somewhere that like you can calm your body down if you lay down and you raise your feet above your head. So I'm on the phone with her and I'm downstairs trying to like elevate my feet. I don't know, but that didn't work. And um, not too long after that, they sent the 
is it the EMS or the EMT? I don't know. They sent the emergency people over there. And um, they came in and I want to say they had an EKG machine or some type of heart machine where they like, you know, attached all of these different things to my body. And they had this monitor and they put um, two IVs in both arms. And um, he was like managing, he was like monitoring my heart rate. Oh, and I was just kind of like, is this really happening right now? You know, I was just in shock. But my dad god bless him okay because he was just so nonchalant like these people is in our house got me cooked up to all of these machines and he just come downstairs like he gonna ask the people you think uh her heart rate is elevated because because of gas and it's like sir <laughs> the man was like sir no i don't think so so while he's hooking me up to all of these machines and then it's two other guys that are there that's giving me even more anxiety like i didn't realize it but that was giving me even more anxiety and at that point he he told me he was like um your heart rate is at 170 right now and i was just like okay he was like yeah that's the highest i've seen it um since i've been sitting here and it's at 170. so he was like i'm gonna shoot this medicine up your iv and if it's some type of heart situation then it should cal it should calm your heart rate so he shot this medicine in my iv and literally the whole left side of my body just tightened and i was just like oh he was like yeah you're gonna feel a little something i don't know what that medicine was but it hurt like it was weird so um a couple minutes later I, my heart's still racing and i begged my dad to put on some worship music and um you know i don't know if you guys know but strings calm your spirit like listening to any type of strings calm your spirit and um so i'm like dad can you please put on some worship music he's taking forever to put on some worship music and i just close my eyes and i just start praying like in the name of jesus in the name of jesus like i was just i was really so scared honestly i was just like this is it like i was so afraid and he's like called some more people in there and he was like yeah that medicine um is not working so we're just gonna go ahead and take you to the hospital and couldn't nobody go with me because it's covid so um they put me on a stretcher and at this point i'm just like i don't know what's gonna happen i just i'm i'm trying to stay calm but it's really hard when all of this stuff is going on so they put me in the back of the ambulance first of all i ain't never even been in the back of an ambulance before so you know it was really really weird for me to even be back there and then not only that like i'm back there with nobody no family no nothing so i called my cousin on facetime and we talked for a little minute um and then i told her that i would call her when i get to the hospital felt like the ride was forever by the way so um when we got off the phone, I started playing worship music on my phone. And it was like, in that moment, I felt like I had to make a choice. It was weird. It was like, I kept having thoughts of, should I call my sister and tell her I love her? Like, is this, is this gonna be the end for me? Like, being in the back of this, you know, ambulance, is this gonna be it for me? Should I just call my sister? Um, and tell her I love her. Like I was having that moment in the, in the back of the ambulance. 
And then it was like something just clicked. Like, no, you gonna be all right. You gonna make it through this. And then I looked down and I had on blue pants, a orange sports bra, and my hair was a hot ass mess. And I was just like, you know what? God would not take me out like this. I'm not even matching. Like, I'm not even matching. He would not do me like this. No, I'm not finna die today, okay? We not doing this. Like, it was like I just, I snapped out of it. And I still had the worship music on. I was still praying. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna be fine. They gonna figure this out. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why my heart rate is at 170. But, no. Like, I'm not going out like this. I'm just... I'm gonna fight. I'm not going out without a fight. Like that that was my mindset in the ambulance. So once we got to the hospital, by the time we got there, they still had me hooked up to this heart machine or whatever. By the time we got there, my heart rate had actually went down to 140. So I'm thinking like, dang, that worship music must have really been helping. Like that must have really improved my heart rate. Um, and I also had a low grade fever when they, when I got there, they checked my temperature. I had like a low fever as well. And I just was like, I don't know what's going on, but this is just weird. It's so weird. So finally they get me into a room and the nurse, she was so sweet. She was like, um, you know, have you, have you had any drugs, any, any ecstasy, anything? Like she kept asking me had I taken any drugs. And I was just like, girl, no, I don't do drugs. Like, um, you know, I was like, I'd be smoking weed, but I haven't smoked weed today, which that's a whole nother conversation because I definitely don't smoke no more because of this. Um, and a lot of other reasons, but I was just like, no, you know, I haven't been doing anything. I haven't had no drugs. She kept asking me and all these types. Oh, Molly. She was like, have you had any Molly? I was like, no, I don't even know. I haven't taken no drugs. Like I'm sober. I don't, I don't know why my heart rate is elevated. She's like, okay. Um, so then the doctor came in and they drew blood and they did all of these tests and they came back in about 20 minutes and he was like, everything from your blood work from the lab looks fine your liver your pancreas kidneys like everything looks good i don't i don't see anything abnormal here in your blood work and it was like you know when they take you to the hospital and they hook you up to the machines at the hospital and now you can look at your heart rate on a machine and it was just like i kept looking at my heart rate and it still wasn't going down it was like it was like jumping it would be like 130 135, 140, 145, 137, 133, 130. Like it was just like doing like this and I just kept looking at it like, um, you saying everything is fine, everything is coming back normal, but I'm looking over here at my heart rate and it's still up. And he was just like, everything looks fine. So this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you some Ativan. And it, that's what we give to people who are like have anxiety and stuff like that. It's gonna make you go to sleep, but I wanna see if it works. When I tell y'all, he put that Ativan in my uh, IV, I don't even remember falling asleep. I was asleep in less than five minutes for sure. Like I ain't never fell asleep that fast. I was knocked out. And I woke up maybe like 15 minutes later or something like that and 
actually he had to wake me up he came in he woke me up he said yeah i think what's going on here is that you're having um anxiety and uh he was like because when you took the Ativan and you were asleep your heart rate actually went down into the 80s and he was like now that you're back up talking to me it's back up to 120. so i'm just like you mean to tell me i done called 911, and then people done came here and put me on a stretcher and brought me to the hospital i'm thinking i'm about to die for you to tell me i done had a panic attack like it was just so crazy to me like i couldn't even believe it i was just like i felt so stupid but at the same time i i felt relieved because i knew that that was something i could i could manage that like i could deal with that i can get with my therapist because i've been in therapy consistently for about a year now so i'm like i could just get with my therapist we could talk about it and you know we could resolve this um but then at the same time i felt so stupid because i'm just like how did i not know that this was all caused by me just overthinking um i, I just i was just at a loss for words and he was like i'm gonna prescribe you some more ativan but knowing me i was just like you know what i don't want to take that like i don't i'm not going to pick that up like i just I've never been one to really like believe in taking medicine, especially if I don't absolutely have to. So I just, I don't know. I just had a feeling that like I wasn't gonna go pick up that prescription and I didn't, I never picked it up. So, um, and plus that Ativan that he had me on, like that junk took me out. I was high for like three days off of that stuff. Like, uh-uh, I'm not gonna go pick this up. I made an appointment with my therapist and i got with him and i told him the whole story and that's the thing i like about being in therapy is because we got to the bottom of the situation like to the down to the nitty-gritty because the thing is is that before that whole situation like i was having nightmares too and i'm just like what's going on and he was he had asked me like what do you think was the cause of your anxiety and I just told him straight up like my body has been doing things that I can't explain and that nobody has an explanation for and it's it's giving me anxiety and he was just telling me how anxiety comes from fear and he was just like what are you really afraid of and I really had to think what am I afraid of and I was just I just kept it a hundred with him like I'm afraid to die before it's my time. Like, that's really what it boils down to. And he was just like, I'm gonna give you a mantra. God, I'm devoted to you. That's what it was. So I had to think about it because he gave me two of them. He gave me one before bed. So before I go to bed, I say, sleep in harmony with the Holy Spirit, sleep in peace with the Holy Spirit. So that's just like me declaring that god and the holy spirit is gonna give me like harmony and peace before i go to sleep because that's at the time where like my anxiety would peak was at night right before i was about to go to sleep so i say that mantra before i go to bed and when i tell y'all i be sleep because i really like when i say that i really believe it in my heart and i'd be knocked out okay 
And then um, he also told me to just throughout the day, like, God, I'm devoted to you. And just knowing and understanding and believing that God has a plan and he gonna work everything out and I'm just devoted to him. Like, it's really that simple. And I, it was like, I don't know. And it was something about me just telling him like, I'm afraid that was just so freeing for me. Like, when you admit something, when you say it, when you get it off your chest like that, like, I feel like you just automatically get free because you gotta let it out to somebody. So um, that was freeing for me to just say, you know what, I'm scared. And then he gave me those tools to help me overcome the thoughts of fear. And, you know, just amongst other things, like recognizing that when I put that worship music on and when I started to speak the name of Jesus over myself, um, my heart rate went down. It did. It really went down. Like I saw it go down um and just just really settling in the fact that like god's word is true like when he says so a man thinketh in his heart so is he like that's true that's real like your thoughts literally control your life and you know if you don't believe in the bible then this ain't the podcast for you because that's literally my guide and it has helped me get through this whole situation because when I read that word, like when I read those words and I really believe them in my heart, I see a difference. Like I haven't had a panic attack like that since that situation. And even in the times where like I've had thoughts try to make me feel afraid, like just because you have a thought, that's what I'm realizing. Like just because you think something, that don't mean that it's from you. Like it could be from anywhere. So. Even when I those thoughts creep in that try to make me, you know, feel afraid or have anxiety or, you know, think negative thoughts or think thoughts of like death and darkness. Like I just, I literally use the power of Jesus name. Like, no, uh, -uh. I'm not, we not finna do this today. I'm not, I'm not about to let those thoughts run me. And I start to speak the word and speak positivity over those negative thoughts, if that makes sense. Like. God says he will give me power, love, and a sound mind. Like, I have a sound mind. I just be saying that to myself. Like, you have a sound mind. I have a sound mind. I have a sound mind. Like, be anxious for nothing. I don't have to be anxious for everything. God is in control. And, and like my therapist was saying, God, I'm devoted to you. When you ready for me to go, I will go peacefully. Like, and just being, like, coming into alignment with his word and what like the good like the holy spirit I feel like it's the holy spirit and then it's the devil like you know how you be seeing them shows and they be having like an angel on your shoulder and like a devil on one shoulder like in a way i feel like that's real that's it's really like that you got the world of darkness and then you got the world of light and it's just like you have to determine which one you gonna listen to and which one you gonna feed and that's another thing that i've been doing to help me stay you know well mentally is just i have to i have to watch what i feed my spirit i can't just be listening to everything like it's some music and i know y'all know y'all know what i'm talking about because it'd be some music where it's just like what did you just say 
like just dark like the music be so dark and it's just like if i'm constantly hearing that hearing that hearing that of course i'm gonna have thoughts of darkness i've been listening to this sad ass music all day or certain things on tv like it's certain stuff that i it's triggering for me i can't watch it you get what i'm saying and it would be like i would be doing myself a disservice to keep watching stuff that triggers me um or scrolling on instagram it's a lot of it's just a lot of evil things out there and it's a lot of things that feed the wrong the wrong person on your shoulder and for me i have to quickly recognize what those things are because if i continue to let to like let my spirit feed off of that negativity then it affects me like it affects me at night when i'm trying to go to sleep it affects me when i'm trying to create things like it really it, it affects me so i have to be cautious of what i let in my spirit um and that just helps me to overcome anxiety for sure and um you know it's funny because i once i like really settled down and i started to feel better and stuff like that a few days after i got out of the hospital i was just thinking like if the thoughts that i had in my mind could send me to the hospital what could they do if i was thinking thoughts of like positivity and life and abundance and like like what if my mindset was totally shifted towards the right things like what could i accomplish like if that if it could if all the way on one end it could have my heart rate at 170 beats per minute and send me to the hospital what does the other end of the spectrum look like that's what i want to experience like that's what that's what i want to see because that's the life that god wants me to live like he wants me to have just sober thoughts and that's another reason why i just decided to like not you know partake in no type of drugs like it's a journey okay i'm not perfect i'm still working on it but that plays a part in it too and my therapist tells me all the time like marijuana is a cunning manipulative sneaky drug like it'll make you think you relaxing but really you'll be paranoid and you know it could cause a lot of things like it could trigger a lot of things for you mentally so it's probably best that you not be um you know not use that as a crutch and that's another thing he told me about the anxiety medication was like you want to have as little crutches as possible if you go pick up that medication what's the chances of that being a crutch for you and i was just like yeah i felt the same way when i left i felt like i didn't want to go pick up that medicine and he was like yeah it's it's probably likely that that could become a crutch so i would work and aim to have as little crutches as possible so um i i just i'm grateful i'm grateful for my therapist i'm grateful for um that experience because it really showed me the power of my mind and it showed me things that i need to work on and it also showed me that like when i tell my story hopefully i can help other people that's going through anxiety and i just want to experience the fullness of god and i want to have peace in my mind like that's my ultimate goal is to just have peace in my mind and like lately i've really been feeling that i really have been 
feeling that peace. Like I lay in the bed at night and I go to sleep. Like I don't lay in there thinking about, oh my gosh, like what if I don't wake up? Like, and those are the type of thoughts I used to have if I'm being totally honest, but I don't have those thoughts anymore because I don't let anxiety run me. I don't let negativity run me. And anytime I feel myself like feeding on that stuff, I'd be like, not today. Mm-mm, we're not doing this today, you a liar. That's not true, God, want, I have a sound mind. Like, I just speak life and I constantly speak that positivity over myself. Um, and to take it a step further, I printed out some affirmations that's based on the word. And I framed them and I put them up in my room and I read those to myself. Like, I'm called for such a time as this. I'm anointed. Like, I just, I just constantly need life 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 like that's what i need and that's what keeps me healthy and that's what keeps me sane so that's my story um yeah that's it so um i don't want to end this podcast without giving some tools um and some resources to people who are dealing with like mental health things it is mental health month and um, you know, one in 25 people, I think it's actually one in 20 people, and it's probably more now, because this study was done before COVID, but it's about 52 million people that are dealing with mental health stuff. And that's just Americans, like 52 million Americans are dealing with mental health issues. And I think that we need to talk about this more because it's normal, like, especially if you grew up in the hood or you grew up anywhere where they were shooting and killing people, like you got some type of form of PTSD. You have to, because it's just like, you you seen death up close so much. And that's why I think I was so afraid and I, I felt so much fear because I've like seen death so close so many times where it's just like, damn, am I, like is that what's happened to me, you know? So it's normal and I want us to talk about it more and not like you crazy if you go get therapy or something like that because that's just that's just stupid. Like you you need a professional to help you organize your thoughts and to help you talk through these types of things. Like you need that. So um, I wanna just normalize this conversation um, and I wanna just shed light on it by sharing my situation and I hope this helps even if it just helped one person like I just want to be honest and be transparent and open about my situation um and i will be leaving some resources in the bio it's a train y'all it's a train mm -hmm. but anyways i want to leave some information down in the bio um some ways where you can like find a therapist if you want to look for one and also some YouTube channels that helped me out um, as well, like just with some breathing techniques, meditation, stuff like that. Like all that stuff be sounding corny until you about to go to the hospital cause your damn heart rate is at 170 beats per minute. And then you over there trying to figure out um, how to breathe and meditate. So um, yeah, I just wanted to keep it real with y'all and this is the first episode of the Couch Combos podcast. Like, what's the episode two finna be? But I thank y'all so much for watching. Um, if you enjoyed this video, click the like button please and subscribe because I will be dropping more. 
I love you guys and I hope y'all have a great week and I'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye.